Soul Circle Podcast with Julie, Glenn and Phil. Exploring and expanding the consciousness. Learning from each other. We discuss and explore our journeys of spiritual development. You are now tuned in to the Full Circle Frequency. Welcome to the Full Circle Podcast. Good evening, Julie. How are you? Good evening, Phil. I'm great, thanks. Have you had a good week? Yes, it's been a busy week this week. It's gone rather fast. It has gone fast, hasn't it, actually? Yeah. Did you do anything for the um, full moon last night? I charged my crystals. Did you? Yeah, some of the healing crystals I use. Brilliant. Did you any meditation or anything like that to go with that? I didn't do any meditation, not this time. It Lovely. tends to give me more yeah. energy. I'll uh, I'll did a, I did a med I did a, a meditation last night. I'll talk about that in a bit. But um, oh, wow. I just want to welcome Glenn. Hi, Phil. How are you, Glenn? I'm very well, thank you. Have you had a good week? It has been a good week. Um, it's been slightly chilled than uh, the last couple of weeks, but uh, I've enjoyed the rest. To be honest. Um, I've done lots of uh, music production, work with spirit, as you know, um, but it hasn't been as busy. So, yeah, I've just embraced, uh, embraced the stillness. Yeah, good, good. Julie, I've seen that you've been doing, um, you've had a yoga, online yoga class today. I have, yes. Did you, did you get many for that? Was it, was it, was it? Yeah, it's sort of a small sort of groups, but they're regular and it's keeping people going. Yeah. during these times and also it keeps me fit as well yeah yeah have you been doing yoga for, for for long have you been doing that for quite a while since 2002 that is quite a while then yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i don't I, I don't really um i don't really know a lot about yoga i've i've i've, I've been and i've had yoga classes um but i've not really I mean, I know this is probably probably um, a podcast that we're going to talk about more. Yeah. Um, in, in a different Another episode. time. Yeah. Um, so I can't really say that I'm an expert on yoga because I'm not. Doesn't um, matter. I, I, I tended to find that while I was trying to get into the different yoga poses, and I, could, I managed to get into some of the yoga poses, but it kind I, it kind of took it away from me trying to relax with the breath and I really struggled with the breathing while I was trying to get into the different positions. But I know that's probably practice and dedication and that hard work of just carrying on with that would have, would have helped really. But Yeah, definitely. I think you just sort of have to get the posture correct first and then add the breathing in afterwards and then use it as a meditation as well yeah, while you're in the yeah. posture. Good. So it's just practice. I've got it? to say there to you, Julie, hats off to you for doing it, because um, if I was to do that, I have done yoga a few times many years ago, 
I'm literally like the Tin Man out of The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> oh. Wow, I, I, you know, I, I'm so you can hear everything creaking and cracking. Um, it's embarrassing, and of course, there's some uh, windy pops that generally comes out as well <laughs> with some of the poses. Um, so yeah, it's not a pretty sight when I do it. <laughs> oh. I, I, I wondered what that oil can was. On the desk. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of uh, explained that one, hasn't it? It has indeed. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, you're escaping the yoga tonight, so that's okay. I'll yeah. catch you online another time. So if you hear any creaking, it's not the chairs we sat on. It's actually me. It's it's Glenn's oh. joints. <laughs> well, all I'll say is keep practicing, and maybe it will become looser. Yeah. You know yeah. those joints and uh, building the strength and flexibility in your mind and your body. Yeah. You can says we yoga um i suppose i ought to introduce myself yes phil definitely yeah. yes who are you i'm phil <laughs> <I'm a kiddie. laughs> part of the uh-huh. one of the hosts for the full circle podcast back to oneness so um this is the introduction podcast it certainly our is very first episode um and an introduction really to to us to us all um we've got ideas already haven't we for forth for, for forthcoming podcasts and Certainly. i think the next one that we that we're recording is around um coping strategies and self-care yeah. isn't it so we're going to record that one um yeah. later um so i'll say my name's phil um i'm julie reiki master um what else can i say about myself Work in progress, I suppose. Um, Reiki master, uh, teacher. You do the meditation. Spiritual development guide, meditation coach. um, And during the day, during the day, I'm a a quality quality assurer for a training company. But that's that's the the day job, really. (laughs) So, yeah. So, yeah. Glenn. Excellent. Uh, yes, sorry, I, mean, I am listening, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's, that's I, I, did, I didn't really doze off there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, <laughs> so Glenn, what do you, um, so we know that you are a spiritual medium. Yes, that's great. What else do you do, Glenn? Um, well, within that uh, bracket of being a spiritual medium, the, there's various things I do. I do psychic art as well. So I channel psychic drawings. Uh, from my spirit guide, uh, Ben, who likes to come through. And um, usually he, he brings through people's spirit guides and he draws those for them. Uh, these are for clients that uh, are wanting this service. And then the rest of my spiritual team, mainly my main guide, he will bring through the information regarding their spirit guide as well to assist the artwork that Ben has drawn. So mm-hmm. I, that's part of uh, what I do. Also, I can do psychometry, as I'm sure most uh, sensitives can, like yourself there, Phil yeah, and Julie. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, other things I do, I've just gotten into doing um, the 12-month forecast readings, which, to begin with, were quite intimidating, you know, because you can only say, really, what you're being told by a spirit. So you really have to have that faith when, when you're doing that. So I've just started doing that, obviously, as, as we've come into 2021. So it's something new for me. Mm. But also, um, I do some TV work as well. Um, got my own show called uh, What's the Story? 
and that features on the Hero Success channel, which is on um, Amazon Fire. It's also on Roku, and it's also on Apple TV. Now, what this show is, basically, it's, um, it's about energy, and it's about how to tap into energy, and also how to um, look after yourself whilst doing this. Uh, there's various techniques shared on the show, um, how to be mindful um, in in all areas of your life, really. But one of the, I say, jewels in the crown with the show is when me and the team, because there are two other mediums on the show, we've got uh, Christina and Glynn, uh, we go to various locations around the UK and um, we call them energy explorations because what we're actually doing is we're, we're tuning in and linking into the energy um, either of the land, of the building, or if there's any sort of um, spirits there, you know, when we uh, we invite them to draw close and have some dialogue with us. And um, during season one, we got some marvellous results and we got some, some good laughs with spirit. Mm. And because we showed them that level of respect, um, people that view the show, obviously, uh, well, hopefully that will come across because um, that's one of the points we do make, you know, you must um, show that level of respect whilst mm. working with energy yeah. and obviously spirit, you know. I mean, imagine yourself being, well, I'm not saying nobody's going anywhere, but imagine yourself being in spirit form mm. and somebody's making these demands of you without saying please or thank you or, or dressing you by your name, you know. You're not going to respond, are you? So no. we keep it friendly, a bit like this show, really. You know, we're all having some banter here, aren't yeah, we? And yeah. um yeah. Just treat them how you would treat somebody in, in life, you know. So yeah. that's part of what I do. Um, also, other elements what I do, obviously I, I produce music as well, compose and produce music uh, for, for TV, um, adverts, and also um, other projects. Um, and I'm sure at a later date uh, we can discuss this with Julie and Angie, who's part of yeah. one of the projects that I work in. I was just going to say, yeah. People would have hear, people would have will have heard the introduction now, yeah, and yeah. they'll hear the the outro later, of course. So that obviously you've been you, that's something that you've you're producing at the minute, isn't it? And Julie's co co writing with Angie, yeah, that's, that's right, correct. yeah. yeah. So um, people, yeah, so look at people need to look out for that. Here, listen out for that for that album. Yeah, it's going to be coming Release. soon. Coming yeah. soon, yeah, brilliant. Okay, so Glenn, fingers in many fingers in many pies. Glenn, anything else that you do? Um, well, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I bring up my two daughters. Um, I've also just to let people know, I'm an absolute addict where it comes to seventies um, um, comedy. So seventies sitcom mm-hmm. TV, I absolutely love, as I'm sure you you'll agree there, Phil, because there's a, a big stack there of um, DVDs, and um, my daughters always cringe when I reach for one and they think, "Oh no, Dad, not again! You're not <laughs> watching that." And I was like, "Do you know what? It's what what keeps me buoyant. It keeps me alive. You know, watching these and chuckling. So I, that's part of what I like to do. I like to stay fit as well. So." and um and go into nature so i combine the two together at the moment obviously with the restrictions that are in place around the uk um 
So, uh, yeah, I do plenty of walking and um, I ground myself while I'm doing that. I have conversations with my guides because it's nice and quiet there. And I also send uh, blessings out to nature um, whilst I'm doing it. I also do my um, my I am's as well, you know, such as I am love, I am yes. light. And yeah. I tend to do all that in one hit. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I, yeah. Saw, I saw your I am post. On Facebook, earlier. yes, you did. Yeah, Actually, yeah, yeah, that's that right. Brilliant. Part of the meditation that I was doing last night, one the first meditation that I did for the full moon last night, um, that was an I am affirmation meditation. Before I went off on Fantastic. my own journey, that that is. Before well, I well can on. we ask you about this journey? Because I know yeah. before the show, you <laughs> were, you was touching upon it with myself, and it'd be nice for you to share that journey with the viewers, uh, with listeners. Oh uh, well, okay. Um, <laughs> It might sound sound strange, but then I think most meditations are strange, strange. <laughs> aren't they? Oh, yeah. And yeah. almost dreamlike, I suppose, because they flick yeah. from scenario or vision to vision, usually, yeah. don't they? Different um, levels and portals so, of consciousness. So, yes, yeah, so I was working with um, frequency, some frequency sound last night for the second. did a guided meditation first for the full moon. Yeah. And I thought, actually, it wasn't really resonating. It helped because I, I used it to clear energies and ground yeah. and just work on my breathing. But then I thought, actually, I need something different. Something else. I need to step it up a little bit. So I used some just some frequency music that wasn't guided. So I could just go and just channel. Zone. Zone. zone just, out, really. just tune yeah. into the energies that were around and different energies came in. Um, uh, actually, I know that we, Julie, we've talked about my base chakra before because yeah. I've been to you for healing, haven't I? That's, that's and we've right. talked that I've talked, always talked about how I've struggled with ground, yeah. with not grounding as such because I tend I, I tend to ground through my feet more than I do from my base chakra. Okay, oh. yeah. So your yeah. earth star then. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the first part of that meditation that I did last night was it was with the base chakra, but it was a, there was a red orb. All I could see in front of my mind's eye was a red orb, but yeah. I knew that I was working mm. with my Your base. Chakra. base. Yeah. Um, but within this red orb, there were like black veins and black swirls running through it, and I was clearing the orb of that blackness and just letting that black... Pure that, red come through. Yeah, so I was cleansing that orb, and I knew that as I was doing that in... My, in um, in my mind's eye, I knew that I was doing that with my base chakra. I was clearing my base chakra. Like you know, you when you that, said you said you was clearing it, was you um, forcing that that blackness as you described it there back into Mother Earth to take it from? Yeah, you? So was that the technique? Yeah, so I was letting that. I was releasing that through the feet chakra down into the roots, and I was connected to a crystal to the. So you probably grounded, but you needed well. to take it down to the earth yes, star to yeah, completely yeah. connect to ground. Yeah. yeah. So I connected with the crystal matrix, the crystal grid, the earth grid yeah. as well. It's interesting. Um, a lot of people come to me that do need grounding or struggle to ground. Um, so I do mm. seem to attract. Very good friend of mine. She's there. My soul sister, Kathy. Kathy. She'll listen yeah. to this. She'll listen to this. <laughs> um, has her, always to, she told me about a technique of breathing through the feet. Yeah. And she teaches that to children. When Lovely. she's working with children, she Very teaches them to breathe through the feet. So on the on the in breath and the out breath, 
visualizing that breath coming in and out of the feet at the same time. And actually, I, I tend to do that with any chakra now. So if I'm breathing into my stomach, mm-hmm. if I'm breathing into the sacral or solar plexus, I yeah. visualize that breath coming in through yeah. those chakras now into as the well. And it helps me to fill. It helps me to fill that space. But I'm digressing, aren't it's I? It's all right. Quite a bit. Doesn't matter. Um, so the <laughs> second fault. part. So that vision of that that red orb that cleared, and then that kind of went on to um, the next vision where I was in front of. It was almost like emerald green. What did we call it earlier, Glenn? That green. I can't remember what we were talking um, about. Oh yeah, I was describing it. Um, like the kryptonite you, oh, you saw in the Superman. Superman. Yes, yeah. 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 It, it, it was like, it was almost like a glowing green kryptonite portal. So um, there was a, an energy also at the portal, just, just looking in, just looking into that portal. And I knew that that was my highest self. So I was, so I invited my to work with my highest self so, last night as well. Yeah. Um, and I was then drawn to look into this portal. And I was saying earlier, it was that black. I don't know if you've seen that, the blackest of black paint that you can get. I know there's a name for it, but I can't think what it is. Um, uh, but it doesn't allow light. It, to shine it absorbs all light. Oh. So it doesn't reflect. So it is literally like a like, matte black. Like looking into a, a matte portal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I knew that I was looking into what I could only describe as my shadow self. Yeah. And so that allowed me to really dig deep and go go quite deep into what I needed to release to unblock and clear manifestations that I'm working on and different things that I'm working on um, and unblock those and, and try and release those. Yeah. And at that point, um, that's when the snow lion turned up. Lovely. Um, Fantastic. And I know that at <laughs> Unusual, that point... Yeah. I know that at that point I was working with Leo energy. As okay, well, yeah. Because the full moon was in Leo last night as well, so I was working with that Leo energy, um, and and so the lion was also the lion with the then, snow, the white, the purity. The purity of that snow, mm-hmm. the pure that pure lion was helping me remove those those blocks, those chains, those yeah. that that was just holding me back. That that's that past life stuff, that childhood mm. stuff that I just needed to release. Yeah. Of, and I don't mind saying, I don't mind, I'll tell well, anybody. We're all, all it's self-doubt, it's self-doubt, it's worry, it's it's judgment of myself. It's yeah. um, not having, not being worthy. So that's kind of an ongoing thing for me that I have to release. Yeah. It's very brave of you to share that as well, Phil, yes. with the listeners. And, um, you know, maybe uh, we can all take... Um, a bit from your example there, because I know we all have that element of self-doubt, don't we? And I mean, what, what are your coping strategies, you know, when you are feeling that? Can you offer any uh, suggestions to our listeners? So in any situation, if I'm, if I'm feeling low or yeah. doubtful of the situation, that's when I do try and Use your breathing uh, into and your meditation. Breathing and meditation okay. and yeah. grounding. Yeah. Um, I think that's really important. It's one of like the main things that being I find as much as I can and just yeah. bringing myself into, into the moment. Because I know that worrying about different situations that are coming up, 
Yeah. I'm a natural, I've always been a natural warrior. Warrior, yeah. And I know yeah. that actually that's, that causes anxiety in myself because anxiety is, is worrying about what's going to happen. could happen. So, all, it's, so yeah. it's, it is important, isn't it, that we bring ourselves into the present moment. Because that's all yeah. you have at that's that time. That's all there is, yeah. 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 So it's, I'm digressing again because I'm now going into, <laughs> I'm kind of now going into like linear time, aren't I? And talking about how there's no such thing as linear time. And I always think if, if the starting point, people can't see me doing this with my, I've got my waves, my arms waving everywhere. <laughs> but people can't see me. So, so the start of the start, your birth there mm. and your death there. Yeah. And people see that as linear, don't they? But if you mm. turn it the opposite way around, mm. so you're facing, people can't, well, you can't, you can see me, Julie, can't you? You what am I doing? So if you turn it, so basically every moment of your life, every single moment of your life, it's all happening now in this present moment. Yeah. So in this present moment, you are being born. In this present moment, you are, is your, is your death. Both. Yes. Yeah. A duality. Yeah. And I think that would lead us nicely at some point onto past lives yeah oh that'd be interesting Definitely. and yeah. future lives mm-hmm. i think um and it's important that i suppose it's important that we remember that there's no such thing as time or space so all of those past lives and all of those future lives are also happening now right now time. in this yeah. moment yeah it's what a bit of a head spin your... that isn't it but, yeah you know it's Quantum physics, isn't it? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's an amazing concept. Just call me Sheldon. Watch Big Bang. What are your thoughts on what are your thoughts on past lives, Glenn? Really? Well, I I think that uh, I've been here more than once. Um, for yes. sure, yeah. Um, definitely for some of the um, gifts or talents or whatever you want to call them yeah. that I seem to have that I just feel are normal for me. Um, I do believe that I must have done them before, for sure. Mm. You know, it's, a, it's a bit like a deja vu and remembering things, particularly with the music, being able to play an instrument by ear with no training. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, it's where a, did it come from? It's amazing to watch you do that, by the way. I mean, it's, wow, you, Anybody that's watched Julie perform before doing a music, um, I, I would say it's almost as if you're in like a trance-like state. You, you're just in the zone. Yeah. And then all of a sudden this creation and this beauty just channels through you. It, it's like nothing I've ever seen. And Thank obviously you. I've worked with quite a few musicians over the years, but uh, I've never seen any of them go to the levels that you go. So, yeah. Yeah, it's. Uh, I sort of go into it completely, uh, 100% I just go into the moment of whatever I'm doing and uh, it's almost like there's nothing else there. It's just the focus. Mm. Um, you played some music the other day, the, the other, last week. Yes, actually, I did, that you'd been I? working on. Yeah. And that was sorry, absolutely fantastic. So atmospheric and I think you used the word melancholy. Yes. So oh, that the, was how you were. Oh, you're talking about the song, the, a new song that I've composed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the mood that I was in, yeah. Yeah, so how... Feeling I quite suppose, melancholy. Yeah. 
So the mood, the, the, how you were feeling was represented in that music, wasn't it? Yeah, I also feel the song is about the galaxies in space. That's sort of the information that is coming through at the moment. So that's uh, been very interesting once that's mm. completed. <laughs> but you must work with a lot of different musicians, Glenn. I do, yeah, um, from all walks of life. Obviously, at the moment, um, I've been unable to perform live, just like Julie, for yeah. the past, it's coming up to uh, a year now, a year. isn't it? Yeah. Um, so we've kind of homed in on, on the production side of things rather than the live work. But, yeah, to answer your question there, yeah, I've worked with all manner of uh, musicians um, in all forms of music. So, you know, anything from the 60s style music, to acoustic music, uh, punk music, um, death metal, thrash metal, rock, um, pop, techno, house music, hip hop, reggae—you know, you name it. I've uh, I've at least had a go at it. Yeah. <laughs> I know people that have, you know. And I've, so yeah, I feel blessed, and and in some respects, I as a producer as well, I feel like and a musician, I feel like a sponge. So sometimes when I'm not actually involved in the creation of the music, I'm kind of absorbing the ideas and, you know, and the melodies and stuff, and that kind of inspires me for my own future production. So I think most musicians are, are the same. Would you agree there, Julie? You know, we're yeah. all like sponges in, in many I mean, I mean I'm, I'm doing a lot more mellow-type music than I would have done a few years back, I've been in various mm. bands, rock bands, indie pop bands. Uh, You've been in a rock band? Yeah, I was in a seven-piece <laughs> rock band, believe it or not. Really? I was the only female. Yeah. Um, and it was the original material. I've done quite a few projects with original material and I've I've gigged all over the UK, done tours of the UK, um, been in quite a few different recording studios. I've auditioned for all of the um, programmes. <laughs> The, the X Factor, Stars in Their Eyes, The Voice, Have Britain's you? Got Talent. Who, so. were you, who were you going to be on Stars in Their Eyes? Tonight, Matthew, I'm going to be... <laughs> Karen Carpenter. Fantastic. Fanta what a brilliant... And if you hear Julie when she singer. does it, my word, it, it's literally like she's channeling the great lady herself. Yeah. It, note for note, nuance for nuance, even her body language is the same. It's unreal. No pressure, Julie, but... <laughs> What now? Go on, give us a line. <laughs> Long ago and oh so far away I fell in love with you before the second show Oh word. my word. I have got chills. That All is over. absolutely <laughs> cracking. Amazing. Oh, Julie, that's fantastic. Did you feel the emotion in that oh, little yeah, performance? Yeah. I mean, and wow. That, was it reverb? Would you call it reverb <laughs> from the microphone? The, the, vib the vibrato, possibly yeah. from the voice. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like Gorgeous. we had Karen here. Karen, <laughs> Karen was in, in the that studio. corner. Karen Carpenter's here. Well, I believe I'm carrying on with her work because imagine if she was still here with us, the oh, type of yeah. music that she may be doing. It, you know, it would not necessarily be the same as when the Carpenters were, you know, at their height, their seventies, eighties. Well, back then she was ahead of the curve, wasn't she? So I should imagine she'd yeah. be going into electronic music, combining that with acoustic instruments, and definitely she'd have a field day, wouldn't she? 
So I see it as mm. carrying on with her work, really. And I do feel uh, that she's not with me as much these sort of days as uh, the music has changed slightly. But certainly when I'm gigging, you know, I do believe that she channels through. Wow. I am in awe. Yeah. I am in awe. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Glenn. Yes. Have you met anybody famous through through music? Oh, I have. And I've told this story to Julie. I don't know if this is Ooh. the right place to, to <laughs> kind of disclose this story, really. <laughs> you know what it's about. I know, you? yeah. What would you say, Julie? Is it, is it, well, uh, is it disclosable? Be, it'll be entertaining. <laughs> Definitely. Um, would you like me to share it? Yeah. I'll yeah. clean it up, yeah, obviously, on. for the audience. Um, <laughs> well, basically, um, I've been in lots of different styles of music, different bands. Uh, but way back in the 90s there, I was in a, an indie rock band. I won't name the band's name, you know, because I'd like to protect the other people that was involved. <laughs> but basically, we, we got um, um, picked up by a management company in London and we got offered a management deal. And that led to us recording a single in um, one of these big prestigious studios that I'm sure Julie's been into herself in London. Yeah. And um, so obviously we're all excited. We're full of uh, bravado and that, you know, it's it's a big deal for us because we were young lads at the time, you know, so we was all into the party lifestyle and all of that sort of thing. I can <laughs> imagine you with the Doc Martens, the Bracers. Not, no, no, actually, no. We, I would say we, we looked a bit like, do you remember the group Manic Street Preachers? We were oh, quite yeah. like smart, <laughs> but... A little right. bit roguish around the edges, okay. you know. Okay, I mean? rogue around the edges. <laughs> so it was a bit like that, you know. Um, but we all had our roots into rock music, and so we we shared that sort of mentality that most of these rock stars back in the day had, and probably still have today. And so anyway, um, we was there for the weekend to record this single, and uh, whilst we was there, day one. We cracked on, you know, we, we meant business. Uh, we recorded all the tracks. We did all the guitar tracking. We did the vocals. And then um, it was planned for day two was going to be the mix down of the single. And so it would t take and require a lot of skill by the engineer to uh, pull all the pieces together. And we'd have to sit there in the mix. Mm -hmm. And for, for young lads, you know, with no patience whatsoever, this can be quite you know, boring, in fact, you know. Um, but anyway, prior to that happening, that second day, because we was on a high from, um, a natural high, may I add, from day one, from recording, <laughs> from the, the, recording music. the music. High on life. Yes, yeah. to re from high recording from music. the music, yeah. Uh, we decided to go out and celebrate, and we celebrated in, I think it was, was it Islington? I think it was Is yeah. Islington in London. And we went round some of the famous um, venue pubs there. We watched a few bands. We had a few beers, well, <laughs> more than a few beers. And, of course, to round the evening off, um, what better way than to go to an Indian restaurant when you've got a belly full of beers, you know, four lads doing that. So we did, and uh, we got our, our money's worth, so to speak. And we was uh, we were staying. Buffet. That's right. <laughs> as much as you can. And so we was uh, we were staying in an overnight B and B um, during the time we was there. So we wait, we headed back to there. Uh, we all passed out basically. And in the morning we had to get up early to go and pick the engineer up to go to the studio to do the production. So as you can imagine, we're all hanging the next day. 
we're all not at our best we're all delicate and the last thing we wanted to do was hear our own music blaring <laughs> out through massive speakers and so uh, luckily enough there was um, a room there a chill out room for the artists upstairs in the studio they had a pool table and you know um, water there and things like that settees and so it was all vegging out and and doing that and anyway one of the lads the uh, lead guitarist he was in such a mess that he passed out on the settee and so the the rest of us in the band the the, the other three members being the gentlemen we <laughs> we are or were <laughs> we decided to take it in turns to um um what's the the pc term to to break wind over him <laughs> to break wind over him and so like we was all up to the hockey so to speak i'm using the darts term there to uh, to break wind over this uh, guitarist that had passed out on the settee there and anyway, it was my turn up to the hockey, wasn't it? And of course, you know, having had the Indian food the night before, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it, it, it was it ready. Was to, help. It was ready to come <laughs> out. And right on cue, uh, the door burst open in the uh, relaxation room there, and this uh, small guy with curly hair walked in with another guy. And um, anyway, needless to say, he walked in on the on the moment of impact. <laughs> <laughs> when this was released <laughs> and uh, in doing so a few expletives left his mouth he, he began to zip his coat over his face and his nose there and of course we was just the rest of the guys in the band we were howling with laughter because we was in that sort of mindset back then so we was howling with laughter at this experience anyway a little bit later on um we went downstairs into the um the studio to do the mixing and the engineer and producer there, he says, oh, you absolute idiots. I've just heard what you've been doing up there. <laughs> he said, do you know who that is? We were like, who, who, what is? The guy that walked in who zipped his coat up was like, uh, no, why? Should we know? Should we know? You know, because we were quite cocky back then. And uh, he says, it's the studio owner. We was like, yeah, so? And the studio owner only happened to be Mungo Jerry who sang in the summertime, the 70s hit in the summertime. Right. And so he had the uh, the misfortune to uh, be in the presence of uh, me breaking wind, unfortunately. So that's one of my rock and roll songs. I have cleaned it up. I think I did really well not to use any expletives yes. there. Yeah. You did, yeah. yeah. But, uh, yes, you did ask, so... Uh, I got told. You did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Before I hope nobody's time, falling though, to sleep. Go, Jerry, to be honest, Glenn. Pardon? Before my time, really. Oh, right. Not well, born. I wasn't born until 1976. Well, that's the same year as me, yeah. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, so, I mean, I wasn't familiar <laughs> with him. <laughs> but I like that music. <laughs> the same age, dude. Foot in mouth, foot in mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was the baby of the group. Oh, no. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that's one of them. I mean, I have, um, there's other artists I've met, but uh, that's the one that I kind of can remember because it was so, like, embarrassing. Um, but what about, uh, I bet Julie can tell some absolute corking stories on this. Well, I, ca I can't match that particular yeah, story yeah. there. I have met Simon <laughs> Cowell, wow, um, yeah. Louis Walsh and Sharon so, Osborne. Wow. Uh, yeah, I met them on the Julie. 
How strange, I was just about to say, I've met Sunita. Have you? Well, there you go. At the oh. Malice, Ma- uh, Mansfield Palace Theatre yeah. many, many, about ooh, 20, 20, about 20 something years ago. Yeah. She did some great she songs. Doing she did, actually. Yeah. So macho. Yeah. So macho. Is it that Toy one? Boy? Did yeah. she do that one? She you did, yeah. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, that. I met because uh, I used to do quite a few. I used to do a few shows at the Palace Theatre. Did you now? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, dark yeah. Horse. Come on, you can't leave us hanging. Tell us more. So, I was in a few, a couple of theatre groups, Mansfield yeah. Operatics, wow, and Mask Productions, Four Seasons Theatre Group as well. Fantastic. Mm. So we used to do things like the, the very first show that I did was Carousel. Okay, yeah. Um, I did Oliver. Yeah. Um, Camelot was really good. Hello, Dolly, we did. That was with uh, Four Seasons Theatre. I was part of an amateur right. opera as well. I did the King and I in Guys and Dolls. Cool. Yeah. You Brilliant. didn't have to shave your head, did you, for that? I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Just asking. Yeah. <laughs> I think you ought to get your own back here, Julie. You know, with, with <laughs> Phil announcing that, we need to hear a demonstration. Yeah, well, yeah, actually, do you I know what? There's the not many there. people know there's one song <laughs> in Carousel, and not many people know that this song is actually from Carousel. Okay. Um, and it's a football song. Is it? It uh-huh. is. When you walk through the storm, hold your head up. Hi, you know which one I mean, don't you? Well, come do. on, give Fantastic. it up for Phil. Yeah, so awesome. not many people know that that's actually from from, yeah, a, from an Carousel. old musical. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, like Julie, you've got some nice vibrato there, yeah. some nice vibrato. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Gosh, we've we've kind of moved we've away from spiritual then. stuff, haven't we? Yeah. We've really digressed, yeah. haven't we? Yeah. What were we talking about? We were talking about Glenn's. Uh, I think we. It, it might be my, my turn, maybe. Um, yeah. For for what I I do, if you. Of course. You want Sorry. to hear? Yes. Exactly. Yes, please. Well, I do energy healing. So, um, yeah. um, Reiki two, um, trained two thousand and five with that, and then I didn't use it, but I started to use it the last few years. Um, I use crystals for healing. So I've seen you bought your crystal. You've got a crystal skull. I bought it? a skull yeah. tonight, yeah. A terahertz skull with me. Terahertz? Yeah. Oh. So uh, I bought the skull with me there. What does that mean for those that are listening? And we, I mean, I don't know what it means. I've heard of so. terahawks. Well, ter- yeah, I was thinking the same. <laughs> the old kids' TV show. Terahawks. <laughs> it's a terahawk skull. Zelda. It's a Japanese stone and it's uh, okay. very good for energy. Um, and. I, I, I do lots of things quite fast, so I'm aware I speak quite quickly, so I've, mm. I've brought the skull to slow me down a bit tonight to get me to speak a, a little bit slower there. Oh, right. So it helps to balance my energies. Um, so I bought crystals to work with my throat tonight. But yeah. Do you know what? I don't know what... I'm not really sure what, they, what, what they're all called, but they're all... But the different so shades delight, of blue. Lapis yes. lazuli, yes. turquoise. Yes and yes. There you go. Um, I've got my clackers in my pocket. Excuse me. (laughs) My my crystals. (laughs) (laughs) So the crystals are are, are really important that I use with the healing as well. It amplifies my energies um, there. Um, I teach yoga, as you know, as well. And I do aromatherapy. 
So I mix blends of different things for people. I'll tell you what, if, if anybody that comes to you for healing, I highly recommend oh. healing from yourself, Julian. I love, definitely, absolutely love the crystal grids that you put under the couch. Yeah. I love the selenite grids that you do. Thank absolutely you. brilliant. I do change those around as well, depending on who's sort of coming along and what I pick up. Mm. Uh, and I, I choose the music as well. So I get the room um, into that. Actually, we matched, didn't we, the crystals? Because you'd, you'd, you'd put the selenite grid under the couch. Yeah. And I'd actually bought three pieces of selenite, selenite. in my pocket as well. So we were both, oh, we were yeah, both channeling that. Yeah. On that, on that day. And I use sound healing as well. I yes. use the tuning forks yeah. and a little bit of drumming, really, just to add to the experience, really. And I do believe that, although I'm Reiki trained, that I do have um, a stronger energy source coming through me. I've mm. been told by various um, um, psychic and mediums that I have the Atlantean and Egyptian energy coming through me there, and that's all sort of natural, really. It's uh, I'm like a, a channel. We talked about, we talked about Atlantean beings didn't yeah. the other week from a meditation you remember the the wolf person the wolf the wolf that that came that as well. i don't know if it was a wolf to be honest but you were t you were saying that you were saying that atlanteans had were diff were, yeah, had different features they weren't all sort of human they were part um human and part beast as they would describe that and, of course, they had alien beings, the tall um, Palladians. There's, there's so many different races of aliens mm, there. Yeah, uh, uh, Palladians, Arcturians. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's another podcast. Can I ask a question there, Julie? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. With Atlantis, I, I don't know the whole story, but um, I'm sure I heard it on the grapevine, so to speak, that did it get sunk or something? Did it go into the ocean? Yeah, I believe that the Atlanteans were one of the highest race to ever exist on this plane. And um, because they became so powerful with the use of crystals and telepathic communication, it was used for good initially, but then it was starting yeah. to be misused for, you know, not so good intentions. And in order to stop that from happening, that the, the whole sort of city sunk to the bottom of the ocean and there's lots of different theories oh. of where Atlantis, um, you know, exists, to be honest. But there's so many uh, theories out there, it's difficult to know exactly yeah. where. But I've, um, when I flew to America quite a few years ago, uh, the Bermuda Triangle used to be quite fascinating to me because every time got anywhere yeah. near that, the, the turbulence was really bad and you could just imagine being sucked into that <laughs> vortex and yeah. there has been reports of planes going missing. Mm. Um, so was that where it was area. located then in that area? I'm not sure, but it wouldn't surprise me, you know, if it was connected to it in some shape or form. Yeah. Um, you were just talking there, Julie, about how their use of crystals and energy was originally for good, but then yeah. it, they started using it for, what, greed? Yeah. And things like that. So would you say then, do you, because to me, I think, <clears throat> and actually just referring back to this book that I can see here, that Glenn's reading at the minute, uh, part of that trilogy talks about how we are a primitive race. Yeah. Because we have the mental capacity with the uh, we have the ability to 
to build and to invent and to come up with new ways of living. But we aren't wise enough to use things safely. Yeah. So we are able to develop weapons of mass destruction, I suppose. Absolutely. And, and energy. We are wise enough to develop different types of energy, would you say? Well, it's about but having that sort of conscience as well, isn't it? That yeah. just because you have great power doesn't necessarily mean that you have the authority to mm. use that power. Yeah. It's, uh, and I feel quite strongly about that. But that but I mean yeah. I suppose we can can we mention that book Conversations with God which just there I can see it there. Yeah, yeah of course but that talks because we don't because we don't know how to use what we the things that we develop we don't know how to use them wisely that makes that makes us quite a primitive race yeah and I suppose um I suppose would you say it's 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 made us doomed to unless we change doomed yeah. to um end our own race if if you like well, I, I don't know yeah i think it's we have to be careful and and well in these times that we're living at the moment there's all sorts of things uh, going on um and it's about raising our vibration to lift potentially things that can go wrong and you, you know um if you're in the lower vibration you're in different states aren't you a state of fear mm. um or bitterness jealousy anger um so it's about having if we have a power if you want to use that superman power or yeah. whatever yeah. Yep. that you use it to to lift the human race um which is where i feel my my service is to help lift people's vibrations yeah which will then have a knock-on effect onto other people's vibrations and we Definitely. all lift, if that makes sense. I think that's kind of what's brought us three together. Yes, it has. Is that uh, intention to help and raise, and good. raise, vibrate, raise, raise the, the vibration of the, the consciousness amongst other people as well because there's, there's, there's a, lot, a of lot of people yeah. doing, that, doing it, isn't there? Yeah. And supporting that that raising that rising vibration of the collective consciousness i think it's it's really important now though isn't it more than ever i think it's mm. uh, it's needed um absolutely to, because to sure that people raise their vibrations doing different things and not all um things suit one person but there is something there isn't there and and talking about coping st strategies and self-care will all yeah be helpful it. to us all the thing is yeah. um you know uh, people can show you the way, but obviously mm. it's down to free will. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, you've got to go through these situations yourself. There's no way around them. You have to go through them yeah. in order to learn the lessons and grow. And then in doing so, you can then pass that baton on to others and share your wisdom, which I'm sure that's what's happened to all three of us here. Mm. And that's probably why we're like you just said there, Phil, why we're linked together, think, why yeah. we are tuned together and why we've been brought together. Um, I would say by spirit, because uh, you, can you tell the listeners about the inspiration for the show, Phil? Because I think that's an interesting story think, in itself, isn't be, it? It's almost, I've, wanted, I've had a feeling that it's something that I've wanted to do for a, f a couple of, a few years, to be honest. Mm. There's always been something that I feel 
I'm meant to be doing something. It's about reaching people as well, something. isn't it? And yeah. How can you reach more people? Yeah. Um, and it's really it's only in way. the last couple of weeks, isn't it, that we've started to talk about it. And then all yeah. of a sudden, it's almost like the universe has said, okay, bang, this is what you're going to... Okay, let's get on with it. This is what you're doing. And they have, it's the universe spirit have almost pushed it into, into birth. They've birthed it. In a matter of weeks, and all Definitely. of a sudden, it's happening. We're recording, and it's happened straight away. And so, it's almost like spirit, the universe, sees the urgency for what oh. we're for for, yeah. for, for what, what we're, we're doing. doing. Yeah, and also, um, in these times, we need to adapt. As you say, there's no sort of bypassing it. We have to go through it, but it's about adapting and coming out the other side, um, higher, brighter. Mm. You know, and versatile. Yes. Can I just use yeah. this analogy that's just came to me um, from my guides there? They show me um, a knife, you know, um, with the power, you know, with the intention. You can use this knife in many ways. You can use the knife mm. to cut cords, to cut string in order to uh, create things and make things. Or you could use a knife to um, harm people or harm others with so it's Absolutely. again, it's down to intention, isn't it? You know, like a double-edged sword, isn't it? Yeah. Which, which sort of camp do you uh, reside on? You know, are, are you coming from a place of love, or mm. are you coming from a place of fear? And I think, you know, even as spiritual people, we on a daily basis we need to ask ourselves that very question because um, sometimes, with being sensitives, our energy can be pulled in a certain direction. So we have to keep asking these questions to ourselves just to keep ourselves on track and just yeah. kind of snap us out of this uh, trance-like state that is so easy to to go down that route, isn't it? Yeah, it definitely. Do you, do you feel that, do you know, because you are, we're all sensitive to energy, yeah. do you feel <clears throat> that you find it hard with differentiating between between what how you're feeling and how and what, what the general feeling in the consciousness uh, is yes yeah sometimes for me it's almost like i don't mind it's, it's almost like i've said to i've said to people before the energies i feel it, the energies feel at points the energies feel bipolar yeah oh yeah yeah because yeah, they're up and you. down up and yeah. down up and down and it's hard to keep track on, actually, is, am I feeling this? Is this me or is or this, is this, the, or is this the, the consciousness yeah. of the, 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 the planet picture. at the minute with what's going on at the minute because mm. the vibrations of the planet have the, been lowered? Yeah. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. I think it's good, like you've said there, Phil, is to, to have that internal dialogue with yourself and question yourself. You know, why am I feeling this? Um, I shouldn't be feeling this, you know, I'm positive, I've woke up well, all, everything's yeah. going fine. So when you're ticking all these boxes in your mind, well, yeah, that's fine, that's fine, that's fine. Then you arrive at the uh, the destination. Well, actually, this isn't my energy. So when you arrive at that destination, you think, well, what can I do about it? But I don't know about you two, but I call upon Archangel Michael and the Band mm -hmm. of Mercy to draw in close. And mm -hmm. I, I ask them to uh, cut all negative cords and remove all negative debris in and around me in all directions of time and i say a, a prayer of intention of that nature you know once i know uh, that the energy isn't mine isn't yours, yeah. um you know i'm not accepting of it so i uh, allow 
Archangel Michael to come in and remove that. And every time, you know, without question, he does that. You know, he brings that unconditional love in and it's removed and literally microseconds and your your energy's on point again. Yeah. You're feeling great. You're more in the moment. You're more present. And that's all from asking questions, using the inner dialogue. Yeah. And uh, just being open and honest with yourself, yourself, yeah, yeah, to enable you to get to that level. But um, yeah, never underestimate the power of the angels because they're in and around us all the time. You know, they're just waiting for us to ask because mm. it's down to free will. They can't jump in True. without yeah. us uh, sort of giving them that invitation to do so, unless um, it's something that's potentially. Uh, life-threatening or that's going to yeah. throw you off your path instantly then at that point they give granted permission to come in and, and step in and, and help. put you yeah. back yeah, yeah on your path yeah. so yeah sorry phil i just thought i had to no, share that with good. the listeners and it's it's good i find it not strange i say it's mine's strange. different i'll tell you mine it's in a minute <laughs> so normal it's so normal that you were talking about a knife there glenn yeah and then you were talking about archangel michael of yeah. course, he, he does, yeah. yeah. And a knife is also um, used for spreading. Yes. Yeah, spreading. yeah I did see A knife that. is used for spreading the love. Of yeah. course, yeah. I could say you can use a knife in many different ways. Yeah. It's a different perspective, isn't it? Yeah. For me, I, I, I assess the energies and then I just clear my mind and it's just gone. Yeah. It's, um, I just, right, that's it. It's like a boot closing and then I've, yeah. I've moved on with my day. Yeah, I, I, I try and use uh, like I can use an affirmation for getting for for cutting that energy off as well. Not probably not even an affirmation, but just saying this is not my energy. I yeah. I, I detach myself from this from this energy. It's interesting how we've all got yeah. different ways of of doing that as well, isn't it? There's so many different yeah. ways of doing everything, isn't there? Really, I love so, the yeah. affirmations where um, uh, the two dominant ones I use. The first one is the I am, mm. and the second one is I have. And both of those statements, um, they're referring to the present moment, like going back to what you were saying, that that is all we have. So by stating our affirmations and stating that, you know, it, we're honouring the present moment, and from that present moment, we can go in any direction. So, yeah. you know, in, in many respects, uh, we are creators, and we have that power, like you were saying, Julie, with the uh, Atlanteans, you know, and it's up to us to, uh, to us. take responsibility yeah. on, on how to use that. I suppose those two words, I am, are the most powerful words that we can use, aren't they? Yeah. I am. Yeah. It's, it's, they are the words of creation, I suppose, aren't they, really? So, I mean, a lot of med some of the meditations that I do literally just focus around those two words. Yeah, because what you tell yourself, whether it's uh, in your head or you speak it, is powerful, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's that vibration, isn't it? that word? Yeah. That the, the the spoken word creates that vibration. So we bring that vibration into into your being, into reality, don't we? Really? Well, the universe matches what you're giving off yes, in terms yeah. of frequency. Um, it's it, like the, the secret, isn't it? There's a book called The yeah, Secret. That's right. Yes. And, uh, yeah. So the universe doesn't, it, it's not really concerned if you're thinking a positive or a negative thought. 
all it's thinking is, right, I'm going to match that. There's a yeah. frequency. I'm going to match that. So it does instantly. So, uh, you know, it, it pays to be mindful. Yeah. Definitely. Um, Glenn, just a, just a thought. I know, yeah, yeah. I know we're still recording. Are you, you're, you're keeping an eye on the time, aren't you? Have we got, have we got long left to talk? Because I've still got a few questions that I want to uh, ask. Yeah, we've got a good five minutes yet. Oh, Ooh, good. Yeah, we're good. Good. Right, so I was just thinking, I'm starting to sound a bit croaky. I feel a bit croaky now. <laughs> Your spiritual journey, Julie. Yeah. Where do you feel that that began for you? Um, well, I probably realised that I was different through my mum because my mum, um, I remember in my teenage years, my mum was a medium. Fantastic. Uh, she used to get uh, information from spirit. I, I didn't at this point, but I accepted my mum for what she was doing and I found it fascinating, actually. She used to do um, psychic drawings, automatic writing, speaking different languages, um, even a male voice. Wow. <laughs> and um, I've sort of been quite independent for most of my life, um, single parent family. My, my dad left um, when I was 10, so I sort of became the keeper of my mum, keeping my eye mm. on my mum whilst growing up. Mm. Um, and so I was very interested and I used to go to the spiritualist church with her and I'd sit in the circle and I even played the church organ for the spiritualist <laughs> uh, meetings at, at times there. But I became aware that my hands had some kind of energy in there from probably about 14, 15, and I used to work with a pendulum and get it to move around. And uh, I sort of had a look at the cards, tarot cards and mm. palmistry, yeah. um, tea leaves and things like that. And although I found it fascinating, I didn't feel that was my sort of calling. So I realised that I had more of a healing ability rather than the mediumship in psychic ability. And so that's where it sort of started. And I'm sure we'll talk about the rest. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure I mean, you've that, just seen well, Glenn. Then, Glenn's given us the in, wind down. Yeah. <laughs> we need to wind it up for this time. Sorry, so. Julie. It's okay. <laughs> To be continued. Definitely. Yeah. We'll leave you on a um, we'll, cliffhanger. We'll, we'll, we'll pick that up. If we can pick this back up yeah. in the next in his next episode as well, can't we? Because I'd like to okay. ask Glenn about your, your own, um, how your own spiritual journey began as well. Of course. So, yeah. um, so what we're talking about next time, we are talking about coping strategies Self-care, wasn't Self -care. it? Self-care. Yeah. We've talked a little bit about... Yeah, and I think we've got about a minute left. Yeah. So, join us next time when we're talking about self-care. Thank you for listening and continuing to support... Full Circle Podcast. We would love for you to subscribe and share. Don't forget to find us on our official Facebook page. 
Until next time, have a good time, all of the time.